Neither the highest king would welcome me. I was lost, but he brought me and oh, his love for me. Oh, his love for me. Who the sun sets free, oh, is free. I'm a child of God, yes I am. Free at last, He has ransomed me, His grace runs deep. While I was a slave to sin, Jesus died for me. Yes, He died for me who the sun sets free oh is free indeed i'm a child of god yes i am in my father's house there's a place for me i'm a child of Yes, I am. I am chosen, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. You are for me, not against me. I am who you say I am. I am chosen, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. You are for me, not against me. I am who you say I am. I am who you say I am. Who the sun sets free, oh, is free indeed. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. In my Father's house, there's a place for me. I am out of God. Yes, I am. Sing it again. Who the Son, who the Son sets free, always free. I'm a child of God, yes I am. In my Father's house, there's a place for me. I'm a child of God, yes I am. I'm chosen, I am chosen, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. You are for me, not against me. I am who you say I am. I am chosen, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. You are for me, not against me. I am who you say I am. I am who you say I am, I am, 
Father, we thank you for calling us your own. Lord, for giving us the right to be called children of God. Lord, that's our identity. Help us not to forget that. Help us not to look to the world and things around us to find out who we are, but only to look to you through the sacrifice of your son, Jesus Christ, and through the power of your Holy Spirit, Lord. We are children of God when we put our trust and our faith our belief in you, in you alone. We worship you here in this place this morning. We thank you. We pray all this in your name. Amen. Well, as we worship this morning, uh, we gather to worship God uh, with the celebration of our nation's independence on Wednesday. We as followers of Jesus Christ remind ourselves that the celebration of our nation's founding is not simply a patriotic feeling or duty, but an opportunity to remind ourselves who we are in Christ and who brought America into existence in the first place. Why do we exist as a nation? And as we worship together, we remind ourselves to be faithful to the unique role God has given to us as followers of Jesus Christ. Now, this morning we're not going to touch on everything uh, that comes with a celebration of independence, like engagement in politics or voting or any of that, but we will see what God says about all nations and all peoples, making application to us who live here in the United States of America. This morning, we have a little bit of a different service. It's a service of prayer and praise because as our mission is here at Calvary Baptist Church, in all things, we are to praise God. We are to do all of it through prayer. Let's continue to sing our praise to him. Tune my heart to sing thy grace. Streams of mercy never ceasing. Call for songs of loudest praise. Teach me some melodious sonnet sung by flaming tongues above. Praise the mountain fixed upon it, mount of God's redeeming love. And here I raise my Ebenezer, hither by thy help I come, and I hope by thy good pleasure safely to arrive at home. Jesus sought me when a stranger, wandering from the fold of God. He to rescue me from danger, interposed his precious blood.
Before America was even a thought, the Apostle Paul visited Athens, Greece, where the Greeks were proud of their national heritage. As a part of his message to them, he made clear who created them as a nation and why. Here is part of his message. It's found in Acts 17, verses 24 through 34. The God who made the world and everything in it, being Lord of heaven and earth, does not live in temples made by man, nor is he served by human hands, as though he has needed anything, since he himself gives to all mankind life and breath and everything. And he made from one man every nation of mankind to live on all the face of the earth, having determined allotted periods and the boundaries of their dwelling place that they should seek God and perhaps feel their way toward him and find him. So you see that there? They, as Greeks, were living and breathing because God gave them breath. God formed Greece with her boundaries, and at that point in history, so that those that lived in her land would seek God and find him. That being true, Paul went on to tell them about God. The times of ignorance God overlooked, but now he commands all people everywhere to repent, because he has fixed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by a man whom he has appointed. And of this he has given assurance to all by raising him from the dead. Now, their response was mixed. Some mocked, others found Jesus as their savior. Now, when they had heard of the resurrection of the dead, some mocked, but others said, We will hear you again about this. So Paul went out from their midst. But some men joined him and believed, among whom were also Dionysius, the Areopagite, and a woman named Damaris, and others with them. If you're able, please stand. We're going to lift our voices again. 
to God be the glory, great things he hath done. So loved he the world that he gave us his son, who yielded his life in atonement for sin, and opened the life gate that all may go in. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, let the earth hear his voice. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, let the people rejoice. Oh, come to the Father through Jesus the Son, and give him the glory, great things he hath done. Oh, perfect redemption, the purchase of blood, to every believer the promise of God, the vilest offender who truly believes that moment from Jesus a pardon receives. That's good news. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, let the earth hear his voice. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, let the earth hear rejoice. Oh, come to the Father through Jesus the Son and give him the glory, great things he has done. Come on, let's give him glory. Glory, glory. Glory, glory, give him glory, great things he has done. Glory, 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 give him glory, great things. Let's try that again. Glory, 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 give him glory, great things he has done. Glory, 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 glory. Give him glory, great things he has done. The Lord, praise the Lord, let the earth hear his voice. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, let the people rejoice. Oh, come to the Father through Jesus the Son and give him the glory, great things he has done. Great things he has taught us, great things he hath done, and great are rejoicing through Jesus the Son. But purer and higher and greater will be our wonder, our transport when Jesus we see. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Let the earth hear his voice. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Let the people rejoice. Oh, come to the Father through Jesus the Son and give him the glory, great things he has done. We give you glory. Glory, 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 glory. Give him glory, great things he has done. Glory, 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 glory. Give him glory, great things he has done. Glory, 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 glory. Give him glory, great things he has done. Glory, 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 glory. Give him glory, great things he has done. Come on, let's give him glory. Amen. You may be seated. Well, 
As it was for Greeks living in Athens, so it is for Americans living in Huntington Beach or anywhere in the United States of America. America was founded by many men and women who had a vision for a different kind of country. Many had a trust in God which caused them to risk everything for the founding of our nation and a desire for God to bless America. Some came to escape religious persecution, persecution, uh, which they solidified in the Constitution and other documents, and by saying that it was the sovereign choice of God. But above all, those whose names are written in the history of this great land was God. It was God who established the boundaries of the USA at this time in history. Why? Why did the one who gives breath to all mankind place people on this land? Why are we here today? So that those who live in this land would seek God and perhaps feel their way toward him and find him. How many of you here in this room came to know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior while living in the United States of America? Look around the room. That's why God has us here, to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with others. That is God's plan. And to this glorious end, knowing the plan and purpose of God, we focus upon two God-given responsibilities in response to God and for the benefit of the people in the USA. Those two God-given responsibilities being prayer and praise, the worship of God. Let's look at what 1 Timothy 2, 1 through 7 says. First of all, then, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for all people, for kings and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. This is good and is pleasing in the sight of our God, our Savior, who desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God, and there is one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all, which is the testimony given at the proper time. For this I was appointed a preacher and an apostle. I am telling the truth, I am not lying. A teacher of the Gentiles in faith and truth. Here we see that we are to pray, that we are to intercede for those who are in leadership positions within the country of which we live. So let's do that now. I'd like to ask any of you who would like to pray for those in leadership to offer up prayers, intercessions, supplications before the Lord for those in leadership, whether nationally or regionally here locally uh, in our state, in our cities, in our communities, in our nation. Do that out loud so the rest of us can join with you in prayer. Just a brief prayer. If you'd like to stand to pray out, project so we can all hear, let's do that now. Let's go to the Lord in prayer.
we pray for the local government entities like school districts, school boards. We pray for um, the city councils. We pray for the mayors, um, how much they affect just the daily life in these cities that we we live and move and, and have our being in, Lord. And we just have our being in you. We live in you, Lord. And we just pray that each leader in, in these capacities would, would be accountable to you, Lord, that you would give them their wisdom and that you would bless bless our community. That leads us perfectly into our next section. While we pray for those who rule over us and for we, the people of the United States, God has placed himself in the midst of the nation through his body, his church. His presence is manifested on street corners, hilltops, plains, cities, all to be local lighthouses beaming out the way of God's life to those under their influence. So as we gather as one of those bodies this morning, what I'd encourage you to do is stand, gather into small groups of three or four uh, people, and we're going to pray together. Now, look, if you're not comfortable praying out loud in a group, that's okay. You don't have to, but I still would like for us to get into groups, three, four, maybe five people. Go ahead and do that now. And then I'll lead us through different sections of prayer topics as we continue on. So just right where you are, maybe some people behind you, in front of you. So we're going to pray for different topics. 
And again, we'd love for you to pray in your small group there, but don't feel pressured as though you have to. But first, I want us to pray for our church leaders. This is what 1 Timothy 4.16 says. Keep a close watch on yourself and on the teaching. Persist in this, for by so doing, you will save both yourself and your hearers. So let's pray for our church leaders uh, to lead us well as the body of Christ, but not just Calvary Baptist Church, all the churches in our community and in our nation and around the world to lead God's people well. And as we continue on, we want to pray for every follower of Jesus to be an interdependent part of a local church. Uh, scripture tells us time and time again how important it is for those of us who know Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior to be a part of his body, the body of Christ, the local church. Listen to what Ephesians 4, 15 and 16 says. Speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ, from whom the whole body, joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped, when each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. Scripture makes it clear that we as followers of Christ are better together. So let's pray for that. Pray for every follower of Jesus to be an interdependent part of a local church. The way a nation will experience the purpose of God to seek and know him is through his people, his ambassadors. Hear what 2 Corinthians 5, 20-21 says. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ, God making his appeal through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Let's pray for every believer to be developing others to know and follow Jesus. And you may want to pray specifically for those in your group that they will be developing others to know and follow Jesus. Next, let's pray for other local churches, um, for them to have an impact on the community that they're a part of. Um, maybe it's a church that you've been a part of in the past. Maybe you're just visiting Calvary here this morning, and it's going to be your home church. Pray for that church specifically for a church that you can think of that's not Calvary Baptist Church. And lastly, as we finish up this section of group praying, let's pray for all of those living in the United States of America. We're going to pray that they seek God and find him. As you finish up, you can go ahead and have a seat.
Let's close our time of praying together, being reminded that living in times of uncertainty about one's national leaders, the direction of our nation, it's not new. Around 700 B.C., the godly king of Israel had died, and it created anxiety in the heart of one of God's followers. His name was Isaiah. And God did for him what he always encourages his people to do. Lift up our eyes to the Lord. Here's that account. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him stood the seraphim. Each had six wings. With two he covered his face, and with two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. And one called to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the foundations of the thresholds shook at the voice of him who called. And the house was filled with smoke. And I said, Woe is me, for I am lost. For I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphim flew to me, having in his hand a burning coal that he had taken with tongs from the altar. And he touched my mouth and said, Behold, this has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away and your sin atoned for. And I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? And then I said, Here I am. Send me. And he said, Go and say to this people, Keep on hearing, but do not understand Keep on seeing, but do not perceive. You know, this going out includes our community, our workplaces, our schools, our state, and our nation. But it doesn't stop there. Scripture tells us to go out into all the world, proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ to all of those who will listen. And today... The world seems to keep getting smaller as we can communicate uh, to people all around the globe through Skype or FaceTime. Traveling to other parts of the world doesn't take days or months like it used to. This morning, the world is even a little bit smaller because we have friends and missionaries from Cambodia here this morning to share with us about what God is doing in their lives and in their ministry It was a pleasure having their kids at Jam Pack this week, and I'd like to ask Julie Green to come on up, and she's going to introduce us to the Swongs. Good morning, church. It is my pleasure to introduce you to my friends, uh, Sopek and, and F. They minister in Cambodia. Um, it's always nice when friends become friends with friends. Again, the world does get a little bit smaller. So again, these are my friends. The, uh, they've been, uh, I've known them for, oh, many years. Uh, F was in school when I first met her. She was in Bangkok. And was a an encur- her and her family were an encouragement to me when I was there. Uh, about I don't know, 12 years ago or so, uh, Sophia came along, and uh, 
well, you know, the, the rest is history. And three children later, um, yeah, but they're, they're wonderful folks. Um, I know, I know you guys, but uh, uh, tell the church about yourself. Thank you. My name's Sophia, and my wife, Nirantala, just can call her. I came from Cambodia, and my wife from Thailand. And we have three kids, but now just only two, one. Bethany, M, and Ben, but Ben is not here. Yeah, Ben in the Sunday school. Yep. So uh, I would like to share a bit about how I come to know Jesus Christ. When I was seven years old, I moved from my hometown to Phnom Penh, is capital of Cambodia. That the time I know uh, gospel there. And after that, a years, my brother, my mom, my dad, and my whole family come to be believers on that time. So that it was in 1987, 89, yep. 87, 88. That's just how Thai people greet. Yeah, it means hello. <laughs> yeah, as you guys said, my name is Neran Shara, but you can call me F. Yeah, for short. <laughs> yeah, I was born in Buddhist family in Thailand. And um, when I turned 18, I became to Christ. And he changed a lot in my life. My mom, my dad, my brother, and, all, um, and his wife became a Christian after that. Yeah. When I um, walked with God in uh, college, I knew that he um, wanted me to be a missionary and I always, you know, praying and keep the side big and follow him until 2003. I went to Cambodia to serve him there. Hey, great. Uh, you've spent the last 12 years, 13 years, as uh, incarnational missionaries in Cambodia. You've lived among the, the poor there and have been coach and teacher, and uh, business advisors, mentors, many other roles. What, what's happening right now? <laughs> well, um, yeah, there is many ways to sharing gospels, but for us, international ministry, it fits us the most. So about two years ago, we moved into the um, neighbor, that uh, used to be a place for dumped, that the government put it as a place to put trash. Yeah, so it's like a big mountain full of trash. And the government gave the area for about 500 families to live in there. And we moved in there two years ago. When we uh, moved in, um, we started teaching at the school inside that neighbor. And um, we were a teacher over there as a Bible teacher in classes. And also, I was a um, mentor to the women teachers over there. And that is just an open, smoothly, for us to get to know people and they get to know us. That's how we leave open door in Cambodia. Um, for myself, I do sport ministry in this community the first, when we move into the community, we see all the teenager students, they're doing gambling with sport. So asking God, how can I do? So one thing, I do sport ministry, and I explain them 
what a sport means to everybody. So that the way can let them understand more about sport and can help them at the future. And one thing, I can build a relationship with all those students and teenagers. And I want to see at the future, God knew can be follow all those students to the family. And then what we want to see, that God knew go to all those parents. Like my story that the first time I went to the church and I believe in Jesus and I bring all God's spoil, bring a God new to my parents and to my family. So that the way I want to see that I, I want to see like happen like my story at the past time. Yeah, thank you. How can we pray for you? Okay, um, the prayer request for myself and for my community, please pray for the family that we work with. Now we have connecting with many families in this community by sport. So please pray for all of those come to be, uh, receive Christ, and stay strong in their faith. It's not just only a short time and then just gone. Just please pray. For us, for myself, have a wisdom to connecting and walk alongside them forever. It's not just like a one year or two year, and then we lose all them. So please pray, keep all of us stay strong in faith in God. Well, uh, we here beside going to our um, organization conference in North Carolina, but uh, we try to read more support for us to be able to send our three children back to school. Yeah, and um, we are really thankful, God, that we're here. Yeah, and we have such a good team here who pray for us, who support us financially, who are giving us time and love. And we want to, in, you know, invite all of you guys to be more able to participate in God's work in Cambodia. Great, thanks. I am... Uh, Sad they're leaving, going on to other, other places, going on to North Carolina. Uh, but they'll be here after the, after the service. Please do uh, come and talk with them. They're, they're wonderful folks. Um, and as much as I don't want to, I will share them with you. So thank you so much. Well, as we saw... In Isaiah 6, that passage talks about worshiping God for his holiness, seeing God seated on the throne. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. But there's something else that needs to happen, right? Because when we see God for who he is, it's only natural that we see ourselves for who we are, and we see our mistakes a lot of times. We need to confess our sins. But scripture tells us that if we confess our sins, that God is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins. That we are his children. That he loves us so much that he will forgive us of our sins. We can be made righteous. And from there we go out and we tell others about this great God who cleanses us, who makes us new. His mercies are new every morning. Amen? Let's stand and let's sing.
could remember no wrongs we have done omniscient all-knowing he counts not their sum thrown into a sea without bottom or shore our sins they are many his mercy is more praise the lord his mercy is more stronger than darkness new every morn our sins they are many his mercy is more what patience would wait as we constantly roam what father so tender is calling us home he welcomes the weakest the vilest the poor our sins they are many, His mercy is more. Praise the Lord, His mercy is more. Stronger than darkness, new every morn. Our sins, they are many, His mercy is more. What riches of kindness he lavished on us. His blood was the payment, his life was the cost. We stood neath a debt we could never afford. Our sins, they are many, his mercy is more. Amen. Come on, let me hear you sing it. Praise the Lord. His mercy is more, stronger than darkness, new every morn. Our sins, they are many, His mercy is more. Praise the Lord, His mercy is more, stronger than darkness, New every morn, our sins, they are many, His mercy is more. Our sins, they are many, His mercy is more. Let me hear just the voices. Praise the Lord, His mercy is more. Stronger than darkness, new every morn. Our sins, they are many, His mercy is more. Praise the Lord, His mercy is more. Stronger than darkness, new every morn. Our sins, they are many, His mercy is more. What do you say to that, church? Amen. Amen. You may be seated. All right. Uh, 
We're going to participate in the Lord's Supper. So those that are helping, if you want to get ready for that. Um, what a great song to sing right before coming to the table. The passing of the elements, remembering what Christ has done for us through his sacrifice. The giving up of himself to pay for our sin. Because our sins are many. But it doesn't matter in light of who God is. Because he just pours out his mercy each and every day upon our lives. What love could remember no wrongs we have done? Omniscient, all-knowing, God knows it all. He counts, not their sum. Thrown into a sea without bottom or shore. Our sins, they are many. His mercy is more. This is not just for us in the United States of America. On Wednesday, we will celebrate our independence, but we will remember that God is a God of all people. God is not American. Did you know that? God is not Korean. God is not Chinese. God is not Middle Eastern. God is God. All people were created in his image. Look around this room. I see so many people that look so different. And I know we have so many different languages spoken right here in this room. God is a God of us all. This is what the table reminds us. When we come to the table, every month as we celebrate the Lord's Supper, it reminds us of a time coming when we will all be together. Where every nation, every tongue will be together at this great banquet feast that God has prepared for his people. Listen to what Jesus says. It comes from Luke 14, 12 through 24. I just thought of this, uh, to share this this morning, so it's not up on the screens. If you're like me, I like to close my eyes when scripture is read because then I don't have distractions. But if you can keep your eyes open, that's fine too. Jesus gives this parable. He said to the man who had invited him, when you give a dinner or a banquet, do not invite your friends or your brothers or your relatives or rich neighbors, lest they also invite you in return and you be repaid. But when you give a feast, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind, and you will be blessed because they cannot repay you, for you will be repaid at the resurrection of the just. When one of those who reclined at table with him heard these things, he said to him, Blessed is everyone who will eat bread in the kingdom of God. But he said to him, A man once gave a great banquet and invited many. And at the time for the banquet, he sent his servant to say to those who had been invited, Come, for everything is now ready. But they all alike began to make excuses. The first said to him, I have bought a field and I must go out and see it. Please have me be excused. Another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen and I need to go examine them. Please have me be excused. Another said, I have married a wife and therefore I cannot come. 
So the servant came and reported these things to his master. Then the master of the house became angry and said to his servant, Go out quickly to the streets and lanes of the city and bring in the poor and crippled and blind and lame. And the servant said, Sir, what you commanded has been done and still there is room. And the master said to the servant, Go out to the highways to the hedges, compel people to come in that my house may be filled. For I tell you, none of those men who were invited shall taste my banquet. You see, this table is for all who will receive. All are invited to the table. As we come, we realize our sins. We ask for forgiveness of our sins. We know that God's mercy is greater than all of our sins. And we participate in remembering all that God has done through, for us through the sending of his son, Jesus Christ, to be our ransom, to pay the price we were to pay. Man, if you'll past the elements. Our Korean brothers and sisters always conclude the Lord's Supper with the Apostles' Creed. They do it in Korean. We're going to do it in English. Let's stand. Let's say these words together. We believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. I believe in God our Father. I believe in Christ the Son. I believe in the Holy Spirit, our God is three in one. I believe in the resurrection, that we will rise again. For I believe in the name of Jesus. I believe in God our Father, I believe in Christ the Son. I believe in the Holy Spirit, our God is three in one. I believe in the resurrection, that we will rise again. For I believe in the name of Jesus. For I believe in the name of Jesus. For I believe in the name of
believe in life eternal. I believe in the virgin birth. I believe in the saints' communion and in your holy church. I believe in the resurrection when Jesus comes again. For I believe in the name of Jesus. I believe in God our Father. I believe in Christ the Son. I believe in the Holy Spirit. Our God is three in one. I believe in the resurrection that we will rise again. For I believe in the name of Jesus. For I believe in the name of Jesus. For I believe in the name of all-knowing he counts not their son Learn into the sea without bottom or shore our sins they are many his mercy is more praise the Lord his mercy is more sins they are many his mercy is more what patience would wait as we constantly roam what father so tender is calling us home he welcomes the weakest the vilest the poor our sins they are many his mercy is more. Praise the Lord. His mercy is more. Stronger than darkness, new every morn. Our sins, they are many. His mercy is more. What riches of kindness he lavished on us. His blood was the payment, his life was the cost. We stood neath the debt we could never afford. Our sins, they are many, his mercy is more. Praise the mercy is more stronger than darkness new every morn our sins they are many his mercy is more praise the Lord his mercy is more 
darkness new every morn our sins they are many his mercy is more our sins they are many his mercy is more amen amen well as we go from this place this morning and as we celebrate our nation's independence on Wednesday, remember these prayers that we prayed today. Pray these over this week, especially on Wednesday. We celebrate this land that we live in, but we pray that it will turn to God. We pray that each person will be sitting at that great banquet feast with us. Amen? Amen. Go with God.